The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. If you're still holding out hope for a political solution to the chaos we've been enduring the past two and a half years, I'm sorry to tell you, you're deceived. If you believe that once the Republicans win in November, things will get better, if you're just hanging on for a second Donald Trump presidency, you're putting your hope in the carnal things of this world, and you're going to find yourself extremely disappointed. And honestly, you should know better by now. Jesus Christ, the good news of the gospel, and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior is where we all need to be turning right now. I'm not saying that we should pay no attention to that man behind the curtain, because we must all know and understand all the truth of what's really going on now, the real truth. As Ephesians 6 tells us, we must be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We must put on the whole armor of God, so that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Yes, friends, we must know the truth, not reject it. If we continue to labor under a delusion of lies, we're easy prey. As Christians, we should be the bearers of truth. If not us, then who? Because most of the world has been gravely deceived and continue to be deceived. John told us in chapter 3 of his book that the light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. And what happens when people reject the light and choose instead the darkness of this world? We see in 2 Thessalonians 2 that in the last days there will be those who seek absolute power and wield it with signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And then we should read these words. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So many today are under strong delusion. If you can't see the obvious lies, propaganda, and brainwashing that have been foisted upon us in a highly orchestrated effort to destroy us, our marriages, our children, our families, and our nation, then I must question whether or not you have the Holy Spirit within you. Because as true followers of Christ, the Holy Spirit gives us wisdom, insight, and counseling that is simply not available to the unsaved, which allows us to understand the things that are spiritually discerned. In other words, we don't remain blinded by the lies of the enemy. We see, comprehend, and understand. The unsaved have only this world. They're blind, leading the blind. They perish for lack of knowledge, as God sends them strong delusion, and God, yes, God himself, gives them over to the lusts and passions of this world. Their depraved, reprobate minds cannot accept the truth. Most people today have rejected God, and they're just living secular lives. No time, interest, or belief in their Creator anymore. Now, God can save anyone. No one is beyond His grace. But unless and until they repent and turn to Christ as their Savior and their Lord, the scales on their eyes will remain. 
And make no mistake, there is a conspiracy going on, and it's worldwide. Let me read for you again, as I've shared before, a portion of Psalm 2. Why do the heathen rage, and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder, and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. And right now the kings of the earth have set themselves firmly against God. The rulers are taking counsel together against the Lord and his anointed. Their plan is to establish a new world order through their great reset in direct defiance of God. But Scripture tells us that God laughs at their puny plans and holds them in derision. What is derision? It is contempt, ridicule, and mockery. Certainly we know that God wins in the end. Unfortunately, many who believe in God but don't actually know him also know this, and they do want to be saved. Some think they're actually entitled to it. They just don't want it to cost them anything. They want to continue living their secular, carnal, worldly lifestyles, ignoring God, choosing to believe the lies, and they think they can get right with God sometime later, at a time of their choosing. But man doesn't get to choose the number of his days. With the world as it is now, many are speaking of the last days or the end times, but few realize that for nearly 200,000 people in this world, today is their last day. Most of those 200,000 thought they still had plenty of time to get right with God, but the clock ran out. Galatians 6, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Paul told the Thessalonians to not be shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit nor by word. Now, I must admit that although my faith in my Savior is strong, I often find myself troubled and grieved. In the work that I do, I follow a steady stream of news and information coming in 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's more than sad and very depressing to see all that's now coming upon this world, and at the same time, so many who are so clueless. Many people were joyously celebrating the fall of Roe v. Wade when the Supreme Court overturned that 1973 decision on June 24th, especially the millions of professing Christians who have been pro-life in name only, never having done anything substantial to rescue the millions of babies that were allowed to be slaughtered. But the pastors of churches who dared never speak a word about the shedding of those rivers of innocent blood for nearly 50 years for fear of offending someone, still had not a word to say that Sunday. Let's face it, Christians could have stopped baby murder dead in its tracks in 1973, but they didn't. They wouldn't. They had nearly 50 years to do so, but most churches would never speak about it. If only the pastors in the land would have led them out to fight the evil— but instead they simply instructed the praise and worship team to sing louder while millions were butchered. The relatively few Christians who actually took action on their own against these heinous crimes were more often than not vilified by their own pastors and by their own so-called church families. They were considered fanatics. Understand, God will judge each individual for what they did or didn't do on this matter. That should make many of you sleep very uneasily tonight. Roe was simply a decision by a court. It was never a law. Courts don't make laws, but we allowed it, just like we allow homosexuals to marry now, just like we allow 72 different genders, just like we allow drag queens and pedophiles to groom our children for exploitation, rape, and abuse. 
The blood is on our hands as a nation, and this nation needs to repent very badly of many sins, especially the sin and wickedness of apathy toward our unborn neighbor. Because, you know, the blood of the innocent shed in the womb is now running through the streets of our nation. Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Mass shootings and murder in big cities is a common occurrence now, along with homelessness, drug abuse, sexual perversion, madness, and gross miscarriage of justice. The heathen are raging. Even prior to the Supreme Court overturning Roe, violence had erupted. Interestingly, it began on Mother's Day when anarchists and a group known as Jane's Revenge began attacking and firebombing pro-family organizations and pro-life crisis pregnancy centers. And why should that surprise us? The Devil's Team was given a full month's advance notice due to a supposed accidental leak that the High Court was considering this move. When that information was announced, the Devil's Team began preparing. They had a month to work out the details, and since then, anyone who worked to stop the killing has become a target of these anarchist groups. They've openly said that pro-lifers are now targeted for death, and more than 40 life-saving crisis pregnancy centers and pro-life organizations have been violently attacked. Marches and protests are taking place nationwide, and the popular chant now is, We love killing babies. They're calling this the summer of rage. Indeed, the heathen do rage. Our FBI is supposedly investigating, but I'm not holding my breath for any form of justice. We're talking about the same FBI that had all the evidence on Hunter Biden's laptop for years and still no justice. You see, there is no justice in a land that spits in the face of God. Isaiah 59:14, and judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth far off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. You likely heard of the mass shooting at a 4th of July parade in a Chicago suburb. Do you realize, though, that there were more than a dozen mass shootings across the country that weekend? Of course, the guns will be blamed and used as a pretense for gun control and confiscation. That's the plan. In other news, young children are now being injected with the COVID jab under an emergency youth authorization, though there is no emergency, nor has there ever been one. These shots, which have been proven to have 1,291 adverse side effects, including death, are still being pushed, and we're warned now of a new wave of the deadly disease coming this fall, just in time for the elections. And the delusional sheeple are wearing their masks again. I'm seeing more and more of them out in public, and I just have to shake my head. Also, New York City is now warning its citizens to prepare for a nuclear blast. Meanwhile, our energy grid is collapsing. Inflation has hit a 50-year high. Food processing plants and food distribution hubs are mysteriously going up in flames. Transgenderism has become yesterday's news, as acceptance of pedophilia is the latest new thing we're being conditioned to ignore. China, North Korea, Iran, and Russia are rumbling. Our country is being invaded from the south. Communism has taken hold to our north. And as our U.S. dollar is being devalued, a new one-world digital currency is ready to be rolled out. Friends, none of this is just happening. The heathen are raging, and the rulers are conspiring against God and his anointed as they look to create their globalist utopia. But hold on. Let's read again that last portion I quoted from Psalm 2. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. 
I can imagine him laughing heartily on July 5th as lightning struck the New World Order's most famous depopulation monument known as the Georgia Guidestones. I know the media will tell you it was an act of vandalism and an explosion that caused the damage, but videos of the initial impact are clear. A day later, the remains of that wicked monument to Satan were bulldozed into dust. God will not be mocked, and it seems his patience is wearing thin with those who hate him. In this world, we will have tribulation, but take heart. Jesus Christ, our Lord, has overcome the world. For now, we remain in a spiritual battle against the forces of darkness as we endure a summer of rage. Yes, the heathen are raging, but God is about to unleash his rage as well. Undoubtedly, this battle will cost many of us our lives. Others will give in under pressure and betray Christ. What side will you be on when the wrath of God is fully revealed? If you've not yet made that decision, I'd advise you to do so today. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 365. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.